0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I hope I got him as soon as I started recording. That was Scoot saying hello. It was. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. We are Shelly and Beth, a married couple living in Portugal and traveling the world. These are our stories. Welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. I'm Shelly.
1: And I'm Beth.
0: And today we're going to talk to you about our recent trip to Zagreb, Croatia. Yes. Somewhere I thought we'd never go or it just wasn't on the radar.
1: No. Croatia was on my radar but not Zagreb specifically you know I wanted to go to the coast area split we had heard from friends you know how great it was and other people
0: and apparently after we've talked to everyone since we've been back have said that Croatia is amazing and beautiful yeah
1: but we didn't know
0: and now we know
1: yeah and Zagreb certainly wouldn't have been the first place I chose to go for a Christmas market you know starting our european christmas market every december kind of thing but we had friends hi Cindy and Bill and Bill <laughs> sorry <laughs> couldn't couldn't get it out hello Cindy and Bill
0: hello uh, Cindy and Bill
1: who uh texted us and said hey we're going to Zagreb for the christmas market wanna go and <laughs> we said sure yeah so we booked everything and then unfortunately at the last minute they could not go but we pressed ahead even though we missed them oh gosh it was just so hard it was it ahead. was very hard but that's how we could how we got to zagreb because they had suggested it Oh, yeah.
0: And, you know, we talk about how simple it is to travel from Portugal to other places in Europe. And it actually took us a good part of the day to travel to Zagreb because we had to go through Amsterdam. But it was a pretty easy
1: flight. Totally
0: oh, yeah. recommend KLM mm-hmm. Airlines.
1: They were amazing. They were. And the reason we were on KLM is because, well, it was the cheapest flight. And scooter agrees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, For some reason, our bulldog is talking to us. So, at any rate, KLM was great. They were the cheapest flight, even though it was the longest flight, and uh, cheaper by a lot, or we wouldn't have done it. And we really enjoyed flying KLM. We did. So, there's our plug for KLM. Yeah. Hook us up, KLM. Get (laughs) some
0: free first class tickets.
1: We'll take that. Yeah. And we also, I booked an Airbnb to stay in we were there for four nights and it was through airbnb and it was not far from king thomas park thomas park you're going to have to forgive our pronunciation on these things by the way yeah, we're um, not <clears throat> yeah, we're not but we're, we're going to try but at any rate it was near that park and that is the big long green park that they turn into an incredible skating rink for the Christmas markets.
0: It was beautiful. It was. We didn't spend much time down there, though. We went the first day because we were looking for the Christmas market. We had no idea how this Christmas market thing worked, really. We'd seen pictures on Facebook and in other you know, posts about Christmas markets, and you go into this one giant square where they have all everything set up for mm-hmm. you, and you get your cute little Christmas mug, and you shop for different crafts and gifts, yeah. or whatever things that they're offering. And you drink mulled
1: wine, and you drink some yeah. mulled wine, yeah. and
0: you or some hot chocolate or whatever. And you, that's the part of it, and
1: and that's how it was. Uh, I've been to the Christmas markets in Paris several times, and that's exactly how it was, and. I think a lot of the older, maybe, Christmas markets are are like that. But what we really discovered was, is that Christmas markets are different in different areas. And first of all, you probably shouldn't travel to, especially if it's a big trip from the United States or something, you shouldn't travel specifically just for the Christmas market. You should pick a city that you want to visit You also go to the Christmas market, but there are other things to do.
0: Christmas market's a bonus.
1: Yes, because you can't do the Christmas market all day long for four days. Um,
0: There's not that much there.
1: (laughs) No, there's not. And and it's really fun to do at night, and then you also want to see it during the day, but it's not something that you're going to do all day long for four or five or six days. No. So be sure and pick a town that you also want to see. Also enjoy the Christmas market.
0: Yeah. So, that first time we went to that park to see the Christmas market, and they had a few booths out, and all of them were food and beverage. No complaining. No. But we weren't ready for mulled wine yet, because I needed to eat lunch. Yeah, it was early. Yeah. So, actually, it was lunchtime, <laughs> but we had gotten in so late. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, we yeah, we need I needed to eat first.
1: We needed to have breakfast mm-hmm. slash lunch. lunch. Yes.
0: And so we walked around the park a little bit and saw some people skating and took in the magic of the whole beautiful scene. And then popped down to a restaurant and had a Reuben sandwich and the best butternut squash soup. Oh, that was so good.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was really good.
0: And then we tried another park.
1: We did. So
0: our day was spent just hopping around all of these different little parks trying to look for Christmas markets.
1: In Zagreb, It's spread out pretty much all over what they call Lower Town. And then there's also Upper Town, and we did go to Upper Town, and there was a little bit of Christmas market action happening up there. there was none up there. Oh, there there was nothing up there? Nothing that we saw. No, we were up there to be tourists. So it's spread all over Lower Town, and you definitely should go to both areas if you go to Zagreb. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Zagreb
0: uh, is great as a walkable uh,
1: city. It we, was so
0: easy to get around. We
1: walked everywhere. It was so great. And it was cold. It was cold. Compa- especially well, compared to Portugal. For where us, we are. it was cold. Yeah. Um, but it was great. I loved Zagreb. Yes. It is really, honestly, one of our favorite trips of all the trips we've taken. We will definitely be going back, not only to Zagreb, but other areas in croatia it's just so beautiful but we were able to walk around
0: lower town the majority of the day we hopped from square to square looking for markets and messing around and just you know doing what we do wandering about (laughs) and we ended up walking up the hill a little bit we saw the grand cathedral zagra Cathedral. Zagreb Cathedral, yeah. Which is currently under construction from the 2020 earthquake.
1: 2020 earthquake. Yeah, there was an earthquake, fairly major earthquake, and it, even if it didn't do a lot of damage, like things falling, you know, off the walls or whatever, it did a lot of damage, like cracking facades and and just weakening the structure in these old buildings. And both that and St. Mark's that we'll talk about were closed. We could not go inside, but we could see the exteriors. But they're doing major construction and reconstruction in those. Yeah, the
0: cathedral was covered in scaffolding, and they had some of the spires that had been way up high. They had them down on the ground, yeah, so which we could I see loved. them sort of, kind of up close. We they had it blocked off, so we couldn't go walk through the thing. But they had all the stones laid out on the ground, and they were all labeled, and so we could sit there and marvel at the grandness of it. But for the first time, I think in any of our trips, we did not enter a church.
1: Yeah, that was uh, hard for me. Oh, but also, we really appreciated, I think, things like the stone that was used in this cathedral. They can't get it anymore, right?
0: Oh, yeah. That's what I read because I was like, when are they going to finish reconstruction since it's 2023 and this happened in 2020? And they're having a hard time, A, finding the stone that was used and. B, getting it shipped if they can find it. Most of it, I think, came from Italy. I'm not real sure about that right off the top of my head. But I did read that they were having trouble getting the stone to replace it. So they're working out a fix. But that's what happens when things get destroyed. You kind of have to use what you've got available. That's right. And so, unfortunately, you know... But it's going to be beautiful at some point, but it may not be the same structure that it was before. It'll never be the same structure it was.
1: Right. Well, we are looking forward to being able to go inside, or I am anyway. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) The the churches. uh, When we go back sometime and they are open. So we were talking about the weather.
0: Uh, Yeah, the
1: weather. Here, well... I dress one way and Shelly dresses another because she gets colder than I do. I'm much more hot natured. But even I, here, I'm wearing, you know, a long sleeve t-shirt, for example, and jeans now instead of short or sleeveless things and really lightweight pants. And I'll throw on sort of a medium weight jacket kind of thing here. Oh, no, there... (laughs) I had oh, we were bundled up. Oh, I had uh, my my long johns as as we call them my thermal underwear, both pants and top on and all kinds of layers because it was very cold. I think
0: the high the highest day that we had there was 8 and we were like, "Oh my gosh, it's warm out." <laughs> we did. <laughs> it was balmy. The the sun was out well, it got the above first freezing. days, yeah, it rained on us constantly. And yes, so we were walking around in umbrellas and I'm so proud of myself I did not melt down, not once, the entire time.
1: You did not. You did very well. It probably well.
0: had something to do with
1: the mold wine it that might you can have. get from corner to corner. It might have. But
0: <laughs> Thank goodness for that. But, yeah, we had to bundle up. We were dressed in layers, hats on, gloves on, scarves on. And even though we were walking the majority of the time, uh, we were still chilly. And also, in the city... They're very outside, sort of culture. So, just like here in Portugal and maybe in most European cities, a lot of the restaurants are very small. So, they only have a small dining area inside. So, they stretch their dining area to the outside. Well, when it's five, three, zero degrees outside, that doesn't make for making, you know, sitting out for dinner very comfortable. So, most places had heaters set up or a wall to try to insulate.
1: And we should say that when you say those degrees, we are talking about Celsius, Celsius. not Fahrenheit. Yes,
0: Celsius. We've Which had to is, convert. You know, in the 30s, <laughs> yeah. basically. And we, we ate outside twice, and both times by the end of it, I was freezing. I was over it. Mm-hmm. I even had a blanket over my pants. And I don't particularly like to eat dinner in my giant coat either, but you do what you got to do when you're traveling. Yeah, Yeah. we adapted. We adapted.
1: So, let's talk about that mulled wine Mm -hmm. and my favorite discovery of the trip. Oh, yes. Now, while we were gone, it was Beth's birthday. It was. So, this was a celebration. Yes.
0: And then you got surprised.
1: I did. By the fantastic mulled hot gin. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Oh, my gosh. I didn't know they did that. And I, I had just never heard of it. But it it's basically apple cider or apple juice that has all kinds of, you know, good mold, uh spices in it. And that component is hot. And they pour that and then they add a very generous amount of gin to that. <laughs> and it's called hot gin. And, you know, it really doesn't sound that good when you're describing it. But, oh, trust me, it's so good.
0: And we stopped in at one of the little huts to get this one day. And and Beth says, you know, I've never heard of hot gin. And the guy goes, we Balkans, we cook everything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we heat everything. Because <laughs> it's so cold. And so it was a my favorite discovery of the trip. It really was. It was lovely. Yeah. So we went to different squares or areas. We were the the King Thomas Love that we already mentioned. And then there's the, is it Jalessica Square, we think? Jalessica. Oh, Jalessica Square. Jalessica Square. And that is really kind of, I would call it, maybe the that's of the, the main, main square. square it is right in
0: the middle of the city yeah. that is when you talk about <clears throat> the main square that's where everything is
1: and it's where the really big christmas tree is and it's they've just got all these different displays these folks know how to drink because they have a hut or or not it's not really a booth you know it's like one of those uh you see in the christmas markets it's like a little Wooden shack, I would call it an outbuilding, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> not an outhouse, like an yeah. outbuilding we yeah. have in the south where you store your gardening tools and your yeah. lawnmower, but, <laughs> but they're wood and they're all decorated for Christmas they're, and they're so cute, they are very cute uh, and they're all just lined up,
0: charming. And you're saying, Okay, we'll go, each one is selling basically the same thing, it is. And but oh, uh, there's no competition for prices either. You get isn't. a hot gin here. It might have ginger in it instead of apple cider. Right. But it's going to
1: cost the same. Right. So there were several other areas. I don't remember what that one was called that we found the next day where the car was that I liked, the antique car. That one wasn't really a square. It was kind
0: of a crossroads in the middle of four streets. Yeah, yeah that thing had blocked kind of, off. Yeah.
1: So, but we found several of those areas and the, it was Almost all food and drink. Now there was one park where the oldest fountain in Zagreb is Zrinjevac. Oh, very good, Zrinjevac. That one. They probably had twenty uh, booze. Yeah, that. Yeah, they were selling about
0: twenty booze, and that some were selling. They were selling gifts, yeah, and souvenirs, and, and so it leather, wasn't a
1: real heavy jewelry. B- yeah, yeah, it wasn't a real heavy shopping kind of Christmas market, although we will have to link the really great Croatian handicraft store that we found. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's always there and open, not just for Christmas. and And we went in there, and we actually did a lot of shopping in there for Christmas gifts and different things, things that we might have gotten in a different European market actually out in the market.
0: And we happened about that place because we drank at the brewery the night before. (laughs) That's
1: right. And I'm like, oh, look in this window. So we went back and and shopped for gifts there. But it was just, you know, one of the things I love about the towns that we visit is that it's all about the community. And it's all about kind of bringing people together and getting out and and having fun. And I don't know, it's just really a great atmosphere. It's community-based. So during the day when we're visiting these markets, there's
0: not very many people around. We're the only ones drinking at this time. (laughs) And then we go back out at night, have dinner, and walk back through the markets again, and it is crowded. And it's all people that have just gotten off work and stopped in with their families or their friends to have a sausage dog and a mold wine and to hang out and talk and it's it's nice. It's not something that you see a great deal in the United States or nothing that I've normally seen in the United States.
1: It's it it's a tiny bit like a state fair except it's not obnoxious. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's not well and you know, there's not the animal thing and all that but or rides rides. there's no rides (laughs) rides. but it's calmer than that is what i should say it's much calmer than that we ate at some great places while we were there we already mentioned the one meal that we had for what had the great butternut squash soup and that place was called laurie and panetti yeah that was good and then that night we ate at huh, Pivnica Medvedgrad. <laughs> we
0: are struggling with these names.
1: Uh, I think we will, they will be in the blog. They we'll will be linked. We'll link them all. If you're
0: interested, you're going to Croatia. Yes. You need so, so
1: this Pivnica is actually a brewery, and they have really good food. They have four locations, I think, in Zagreb, and we went to the one that was closest to us. And it's one of those, you know, old tavern feels with wood inside and that kind of thing. And it was it was really great. That was great
0: because we miss a pub. You don't have those old dark wooden bars mm. here in Portugal. They're just not common. And it was nice to walk into a place where you could sit at the bar if you wanted to, or you can get an old wooden table and
1: yeah. you bring
0: out your stew and your beer.
1: It was nice. It was fantastic. Yeah, we had good beer the while we beer were there. The beer was really mm. good in Zagreb. It was very good. Another place that we ate, there is a restaurant called La And and they only serve a very specific Croatian dish called Strokli. Strokli. There we go. And it is basically an oven dish that they have put very, very, very thin pastry and cheese in and then added other things to it and then more cheese and then they bake it and it comes out with all this crusty cheese on top. It is cheese heaven
0: and It's like dip. And if you don't take any of our recommendations at all, if you go to Croatia, eat at this place. That was the best.
1: It was so good. And you can get them, you know, like we had, what was the first one we had? We We had had, uh, roasted red pepper. Oh, yes. And we had blueberry. And we had blueberry. So we you know, you can kind of get a meal one and a dessert one kind of thing. And they were and both cheese. <laughs> it was all cheese, <laughs> cheese. But, you know, different flavors. And it was really good. Oh, it was fantastic. I could have eaten a lot more strictly.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <It laughs> On a, a different day. cheese, man. On a different day. it was day. so good. It, yeah, was. That, it was. That was my favorite place to eat that we
1: went <clears> to. <throat> I would definitely go back there. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. We also ate uh, on maybe the last night, we ate at a place called the Curry Bowl. We wanted something different and that was very good. And do you remember what that street or that area is called? It is a street full of restaurants and a few shops. I cannot, but it is in the blog. I do know that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's listed because it's one of those names that is long and we can't pronounce it. I know it starts with a T and that's Ah, the best I can do for you. Okay. But yeah, it's a very long street. And during the summertime, apparently they have like uh, people performing out on the streets and that sort of thing. It was cold when we were there and we sat outside, but I mean... In the summertime, that place has got to be hopping. Yeah, it's got to be hopping. But every single one of those restaurants was open yeah. when we were walking through there. Yeah.
1: All of them. So it was, I really liked the street. It was very charming. Everything was decorated for Christmas and all of that. And then we went to a couple of bars. One was the Old Pharmacy Bar. And that one was literally an old pharmacy. But And they've tried No, to, no, no, no. Oh, it's, I thought it was going to be see there oh. in Zagreb in
0: the upper town, which we haven 't talked about there is the one of the oldest pharmacies in Croatia that dates back to the middle ages Ooh. apparently dante 's great grandson was a pharmacy pharmacist at that pharmacy oh, and so when I read on the map of the old pharmacy, I was like, "Is this the same thing it 's not the same thing ah,
1: but it 's a very
0: cool bar that we enjoyed
1: it is. So why is it called the Old Pharmacy Bar? Do know. we know? I don't know. Okay. Well, at any rate, it was a cool bar. We enjoyed sitting there. And again, you know, lots of wood. And lots of smoke. Here's one thing we didn't count on. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> this is really interesting. They still allow
0: smoking in bars in Zagreb. Yeah, inside. Inside. So a cafe or a bar that you're going into, not necessarily to eat. I don't know if they were eating at Harrod's or not when we were in there. Yeah. And they weren't eating in the old pharmacy. Yeah, definitely But if you not. go into a bar, you're it's they're smoky, and they have a few sections, and some of them you can go sit, that are designated as
1: non-smoking. Right.
0: But you're still gonna come out of yeah. there smelling it's, like you've
1: been to the bar. <laughs> it's like in the old days, if anybody's old enough to remember, like I am, uh, on airplanes when there was the quote smoking section. And so the last, you know, 12 rows or something you could smoke in. And then the row immediately in front of that that, uh, 12th row was non-smoking. But, of course, you know, you're going to get a lot of smoke if you're so it's kind of like that it was really interesting because we hadn't been in years in a place where you could smoke inside yeah yeah so that was interesting but I also think that maybe that's the reason a lot of restaurants have such big outdoor areas there I don't think you can smoke inside if it's a restaurant per se you have to be outside I I think think you have to be
0: outside for a restaurant yeah I don't know. We were just very surprised by all
1: the smoke. We were. And then we also went to an Irish bar. What's Herits. that called? Harrods Haritz Irish Bar. We were, as you can tell, we were looking for old... Bar experiences because we don't get that here, and so we were looking for you know pubs. That, yeah,
0: that and the sunset at four ten or something. Oh yeah, in the afternoon, and so it got dark, and we were confused about what we were going to do between four and seven. Yeah, to eat. I mean, yes, we could have gone back to our place and taken a nap, which we did maybe once or twice. <laughs> we did once. Yeah. We were
1: like, "What do we do now? It's dark." Uh, yeah, so we went and hung out at the pubs. So yep. yeah, yeah. But the Irish one was also good, and it has a huge outdoor area. I can only imagine the hordes that are there during the summer, yeah. or when a big game's on, or you know something.
0: And they had good beer.
1: They did. We enjoyed the good beer. Yeah, we did. Tell them about the donuts. What we call donuts, but they weren't really. Oh, they're donuts. like donut holes. But you,
0: yeah, I mean, people can get those. At the fair or yeah, something like that. the
1: they're fried donut balls. But they're
0: basically fried dough balls. And there's something that's a delicacy here during Christmas time. Because uh, I want to say we saw them yes, also here. We did. But yeah, during Christmas, they bring out the fried dough. And they sprinkle it with cinnamon and sugar or caramel or chocolate. And it's cute to see the little kids
1: in their strollers with chocolate all over their face. You yeah. Pick, yeah. Ball? So we but tried, they were delicious. They were. We tried them one night. Actually, we tried them twice. Yeah, we had them twice. We had them with caramel the first time because that's what I wanted, and then the second time we had them with cinnamon and sugar. They were delicious. They were delicious.
0: All right. So Zagreb is divided into two sections: upper town and lower town. And most of the Christmas markets and the things that we did were in Lower Town. But the really cool, interesting stuff is in Upper Town. And there's a reason they call it Upper Town. It's, it's a giant hill.
1: It's a, you have to, and I guess now we know there's a, a funicular that you can take up the giant hill, yes. like a little tram thing. We could have paid 66 cents and
0: got up yeah. that hill much easier than we
1: did. But, but no, we walked the hill, the many, many, many steps, and it was good for us. Worked off all the, you know.
0: But the view, the once colors. you got up there, was amazing. It was incredible. So you get yeah. to see the whole skyline of Zagreb. And it turns out that where we did come out there, there is a viewing tower. Yes. And you can climb up. We did not do that. Right. But we were more interested in going up and seeing St. Mark's and going to the really quirky, cool museum. Of Broken Relationships. (laughs) The
1: Museum of Broken Relationships. That place is awesome. (laughs) It is. There are so many quirky museums in Zagreb. There's also a modern art museum and some things like that. And we didn't have time for, you know, to really get into the museum scene, even though we love it, because we wanted to really experience the Christmas markets. But we made time for that one because, I don't know, six people said to us, you've got to go to this museum. It's highly rated. Yeah. (laughs) It started off as a project in Zagreb. It wasn't really a museum per se yet. It started off as a project and then it sort of snowballed and it's actually traveled around to lots of different cities, I think all in Europe. And now it's housed in a building, and it's now the Museum of Broken Relationships. The thing that's so cool about this is, is I could contribute or you could contribute an object of some kind to this museum with the story attached to it. And they're going to display that object, and then, you know, the story is on a plaque, you know, right there by it. So can you think of one to talk about?
0: Well, a couple come to mind, but they're not (laughs) kid-friendly stories. Like the one, I I was just surprised to see someone's homemade dildo on display. And the story, you know, was like, we were together for two months, and now I don't know what to do with a replica of his dick. Yep. And then there's, you know, somebody's dreads that got cut off after a relationship. And... You know, some of them are hilarious. Some of these stories are just, you, you, you belly laugh. And then some of these stories are really heart-wrenching.
1: Yes. And some are just really funny. And it's not all love relationship. I mean, not all couple relationships. Some of it is like mother and son or a grandmother, somebody's grandmother. Good example of one that wasn't like a, a couple one. There was a box of Chef Boyardee pizza maker. The contents are still in there sitting on a shelf. It was a story from someone who said, Dear Pizza, (laughs) I miss you incredibly. Sorry for the silence. And so... She said, remember how I loved you? Or I, me said, I don't know if it's man or woman. But within two hours, I'd wind up crying, erratic, foggy, and miserable. I thought it was just my first personality, but it was actually food allergies. <laughs> Gluten and casein intolerance. And I had to say goodbye. So <laughs> this was a breakup of this person's, one of this person's favorite meals. Yeah so anyway that that was a funny one and then there were some that were really you know sad and I, it was it was a really good one it was yeah. a good museum I highly recommend it
0: yeah it gave you a real insight to well not only just relationships but people in general and how they sort of handle things and yeah I'd, I'd recommend it to
1: anyone yes now, if you have a small child, you might want to steer them away from the dildo. But yeah. you can you can do that easily. You can you can yeah. see it coming and and do that. But well, the replica wasn't really a dildo. But um, no,
0: it was a plain up
1: dildo that was a
0: replica of the guy's dick.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's,
0: I don't know why I'm fascinated by this.
1: <laughs> it's Really odd, but you know, yeah.
0: I guess I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, uh, anyway, it was very quirky, and we really liked it. There's other things, like there's a 1980s museum there. And a mushroom museum. And and other ones that I'm sure are all as quirky as that one was, but uh, we had the time for one. Oh, there was a museum of hangovers. Oh, that's right.
0: (laughs) Um, The Croatian Museum of Naive Art, which is all local... Croatian artists that have you know just learned their craft their craft it's it's just, they just do quirky very well there yeah it was good so other places up in upper town you really want to check out of course is saint mark's church that is the famous landmark of Zagreb yes so if you look up Zagreb you google it that's the image you're going to get is the church with the two seals on the roof
1: It's got colored roof tiles that uh, are these seals. And it's beautiful. That's incredible.
0: It really is.
1: It's the seal of the kingdom that it was
0: during the 1800s, which is a break off of the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, if I remember that correctly. Because I was like, what is this seal anyway? And I can't remember what the other one is. Yeah. I'm a bad researcher in that case. But (laughs) you definitely want to go see it. Now, in some cases, I believe that you can go inside and take a tour. But while we were there, it was closed only for mass. So you can only go in and see mass if you want to see the inside of the church. So we weren't allowed inside. Yeah. Like I said, two churches didn't get inside this trip. (laughs) It's totally crazy. Yes. And then right across the street from it was the old pharmacy that I was talking about. The oldest pharmacy in Zagreb. And then you walk kind of down to this tunnel-like area called the Stone Gate. Oh. And that is like one of the biggest sacred places mm-hmm. in Zagreb. And this gate, which kind of is just a small tunnel, is one of the oldest. It dates back to medieval times. But it's been rebuilt so many times that what's currently there is not during medieval ages all of that kind of got burned but it kept getting rebuilt but one of the stories is a picture of the Virgin Mary holding baby Jesus was inside of this gate and it was the only thing that did not get destroyed in one of these fires so now it's a holy shrine and it's covered up by this iron gate and there's different little shrines and plaques that are around it and when you enter no matter who you're with everything goes quiet People mm-hmm. stop talking and they stop and, you know, devout Christians cross themselves, say a little prayer. You can light a candle. It's kind of like being inside of a church. It was it, the closest thing we got it to.
1: It is. There are even like five or six little pews that you can sit in on that one area where you light the candles if you want to sit oh, and yeah. contemplate. And so many people are
0: just walking through passing from upper town to lower town because by the time you come through it, You kind of end up on the street that's going to take you back down to Lower Town. But, yeah, that's a very beautiful, solemn area to walk through. Yeah, you
1: should go see it. And
0: it's kind of the gateway between two different worlds in the city.
1: We loved walking around and just seeing everything. In
0: we really enjoyed that we took our time we didn't have an agenda most days i mean we did want to see the museum and so we're you know we were like okay today we're going to upper Town. but we didn't have a set time or a set place or we just wandered up there and then wandered about <laughs> we did and it's a very walkable easy city to get around it's
1: easy to navigate great food great beer friendly people Very friendly people. I don't know if we said that or not. Most
0: people spoke English. Oh, yeah.
1: That's right. We Um, didn't
0: have to learn Croatian for this one.
1: I asked someone so almost everyone here speaks English. Do you learn it in school? What, you know, she said, Oh, yes, from the very beginning we learn English and we even had a cab driver a Croatian cab driver who was from there who said my son writes music and he writes it all in English and I speak English all the time and sometimes now I can't remember a word a Croatian word for a sentence or something so they are very English oriented
0: and I think that's because tourism has picked up so much in the past few years, uh, because those Christmas markets were voted like best Christmas market, 2018 or 2019 before
1: before COVID, before yeah,
0: before COVID, so they were getting a lot of visitors from other parts of Europe, and so English is very it's prominent. You don't have any problems ordering. Mm-mm. People that knew the least amount of English were the cab drivers, and we were still able to communicate well yes enough. and getting around town is very easy like we said and they do have a tram system we didn't try it out but it seemed very easy to get from one place to another with it it did and they had a special tram they
1: do Their their trams are normally blue they're kind of famous for being blue like the one the trolleys in Lisbon are yellow but <laughs> they deck one of them out that goes by that main square where the big christmas tree is like santa's train and the conductor or the driver whatever you call the tram driver is dressed up as santa claus it's
0: really cute there'll be a video on the blog yeah
1: and there's lights on it and it's it's really fun so yeah
0: so zagreb is definitely one of those cities we would visit again oh yes no question i would like to see more of croatia Go down and visit the beaches during the summertime. Not right now, though; it is too cold. <laughs> yes, I think that's about it. Is I there think anything it is. Else that we miss about? I
1: not on my list, but I, you know, again, two thumbs up.
0: Yes, two thumbs up from us. In
1: the red. definitely um, go and see it.
0: All right, so that's it for this
1: episode.
0: Next episode, I think we're going to give you a recap or at least let you know how Christmas is going on down here in Portugal, how things are a little bit different, the things that we have experienced, like the Christmas markets and the parties and that cool thing that happened
1: with the kids today. And the had a snow machine in town. It was awesome. Yeah, the decorations. Yeah,
0: yeah we'll, we'll tell you all you about that. What's going on with that? And then we might do a New Year recap. We don't know yet. We're working on it. But, you know. It's
1: the holidays, and we're very busy. (laughs) We are. (laughs) As our friend Sheila says, we're a rolling party. We're a rolling party, guys.
0: So we will catch up with you next time. As always, please tell your friends about us. Hit the subscribe button. Go visit the blog. See the pretty pictures that I post. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And any other thing i sign us up for because that's what I do. (laughs) youtube channel there's a youtube channel too that's right (laughs) all right okay we'll talk to you next time and Feliz natal that means merry christmas
1: it sure does all right boa noite boa noite
0: thank you everyone for joining us today if you would like to reach out to us or ask questions, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also follow us at our website, www.forus.com. That's W-W-F-O-R-U-S dot Hope to hear from you soon. Obrigada!